0: Thanks for joining us here at Variety Show for the Soul. I'm your host, Jamie D. from Human Soundcheck. This podcast is focused on all things healing. We cover different healing arts, meet those who work in the field, and you'll gain something you can take into your daily lives for your own well-being. Let's get to it. Hey, everyone. Jamie D. here. And today we're going to talk about protection. As in the kind of protection we use as a defense mechanism instead of placing value on what we cherish, including ourselves. As we grow and develop in life, Our experiences shape us. At some point in childhood, we encounter an event that changes us in a way that we go from a person who's protected to a person who's experienced. Our innocence is no longer 100% intact. Then we suddenly have a new realization of how the world works. If many of you are like me, this happens several times throughout your formative years and adolescence and heck, you know, straight through to this day, actually. I mean, we just go through things and we learn from them. When we go through a traumatic experience or go through trauma, we don't want to go through more of the same. So we mentally prepare ourselves to be on the lookout for it. And if we end up going through the same type of situation again and then again, it becomes a pattern and now our hackles are up and we're going to be in defense mode. So often in our efforts to avoid unwelcome experiences, we inadvertently draw more of the same to us. Unfortunately, that same thing we wish to avoid is also something that we are familiar with and have had to deal with before and can identify ourselves there. Okay, so it's definitely worth talking about ego and our ego mind. Our ego mind, which is the false self. It wants to keep us alive. Its version of protection is not like that of a faithful guardian, such as a loving parent. It wants to work fast, efficiently. And keep the status quo. It will use the same methods that have kept you in survivorship as long as they are working. It's very black and white and kind of boring. So let's talk about self-talk and what that is for a moment. Self-talk is the conscious stream of communication that we have with ourselves. Our direct communication. Our thoughts as we look in the mirror, as we go about mundane tasks, and the thoughts we have as we reflect on our life. If the majority of self-talk is negative, we are bathing ourselves in negativity and in turn, multiplying that negativity. One thought turns into a negative emotion, loops right back into another negative thought, which, you guessed it, loops right into another uncomfortable emotion. Here, you end up in a negative feedback loop. Our body's energy field is what I'm most versed in, so some of you who follow the podcast may have heard what I'm about to touch on before, but it's worth repeating. I've spoken about how our emotions emit electrical charges, and when we are in a heightened state, these charges become excessive. These electrical charges are drawn to each other. They love to multiply. Like attracts like. Hmm, kind of like what I was saying before about that feedback loop, and also what I was getting at when talking about how we tend to inadvertently draw more of the same types of situations to us. Being in a heightened state energetically not only stifles our mental health, it has an effect on our physical health. When we are stuck in this pattern of survivorship and victimhood, listening to the negative self-talk, we're sending positive electrical charges of negative energy surging through our bodies. It'll pull up in areas within our energy centers and cause physiological issues. Our energy centers relate to our emotional, spiritual, mental, and physical bodies. If energy isn't flowing in your body, it won't be flowing in your life. What I'm saying is, if we do not tend to this, the excessive charges will take a toll on the body and start manifesting itself as ailments, physical pain, and disease. The deep-rooted impacts of the uncomfortable circumstances and experiences we had as young people, I believe, can be nurtured and brought to a healthy place. We can grow and change our narrative. We can bring ourselves out of the place of defense and into a place of valuing protection in a healthy way. In the book, The Energy Codes, Dr. Sue Morder talks of Survivalship and creatorship. Now, this is good stuff. Now, if we're constantly in survival and defense mode, how are we to be able to bring forth the creativity and drive needed to be able to create happiness, let alone the lives we want for ourselves? We can go from shielding ourselves to protect our feelings to having important conversations that might not be easy, running straight to blame, bringing up the past. Pointing out someone else's flaws is victim-driven behavior. Formulating a plan, identifying how a situation went wrong, now that is creatorship behavior. I mean, I'll say it again, our experiences have shaped our lives in all sorts of ways. You're still here. Thank yourself for getting you this far. If you feel you may be kicking around a bit of old stuff that isn't serving you any longer, maybe having some unfriendly self-talk, Or finding yourself in an unhappy headspace, I encourage you to dip a toe and try a few things out to help flip your viewpoint and get your energy flowing in a positive way. I wanna share with you two ways we can start to see ourselves as precious and worthy of being cherished. Okay, the first one. This one is to find something that you can take responsibility for, nurture, and care for the best you can. Now, this is a new venture. Leave regrets behind for anything you think you've not taken care of in the past and do your best from this point on with your current responsibilities. But for your new sacred ward, it can be, say, a garden or just a section of a garden. One single potted plant. I mean, you know how I like baby incremental steps, right? You don't have to, like, just take on, you know, a five-acre plot of land here. Um, If you want to do, maybe you could be a pet. Uh, just one fish even, right? Or a specific room in your house. Take this seriously and solemnly swear to yourself and to the other thing, the other being, living, living or otherwise, that you will care for and nurture it to the best of your ability. You're taking on the loving responsibility of being a guardian, not fierce defender, of something that you highly regard and intend to keep it from harm. The intention here is that you'll see the innocence in what you're guarding over caring for and value how precious it is. In time, you'll be able to see these things in yourself through the act of caring and nurturing in a way that has particular meaning. The second thing to help yourself see your precious self is inner child work. I know it sounds weird. Well, it has relevance and... If you're looking to change the way you deal with certain situations in your life, the ones that leave you feeling like crap and lowering your vibration and keeping you in a negative feedback loop, you might just want to give it a whirl. You know, I wish there was a different name we could call inner child work because I feel as adults we hear the word child and we think we are so far removed from ourselves as children that it's awkward to wrap our heads around. But it's you. Not your child, not your student, you. Your inner child is as much you as your current self. You're not two separate beings. My take on our inner child is the parts of us, memories, experiences that are still in our mind's eye. We have positive and destructive versions of our inner child though. And when repressed or traumatic responsive feelings and emotions are floating in our energy field... They will add to our negative self-talk. If you are able to identify a pattern of behavior or reaction to a situation that inevitably leads you to a path of, oh, here we go again, or, oh, now I feel this way again, you may want to really just try this out. Also, if you struggle with relationships, uh, you have partners that are never never able to understand your, or meet your needs, or if you avoid creating relationships because they always seem to be short-lived, inner child work is worth a serious try my favorite way to connect with the inner child is through quiet still contemplative means i'm going to run you through the way i approach it and if on your app the one you're using you can pop, like you can put a marker here that's great but i'll put this the times like the time where this part begins or the part that i'm going to get to begins in the show notes so that you can go back and revisit it when you are in a quiet place So go to a quiet place, a place you would go to meditate. You can put on some instrumental or meditation music for in the background. An optional, but I feel very important step is light a candle and consciously connect to your higher self. You're going to pull in your spirit energy for this. You can say aloud or in your mind something like, I invite my higher self to assist with this work or Be with me now as I communicate with my inner child. So go sit or lie down and close your eyes. Go into your mind's eye and greet your young self. Stay in the greeting stage for a few moments. The age of your young self will come to you. This is the age of your inner child who would like some attention. Stay with him or her. Memories will come to you. An event or situation that needs healing will rise, and perhaps a few more after this. You will see these memories and events in your adult mind and your young self's mind in both perspectives. Have a dialogue. At this stage, you will probably be in and out of murmuring or speaking as your adult self and channeling thought from your inner child. Here is where important work will be done. Be supportive and honest. Console if needed. Forgive if needed. Do what is needed for this child to understand that he or she is loved, protected, and valued. Remember, he or she is you. You are not separate no matter your age now. Emotional releases will likely occur, and that's okay. You need to feel it to heal it. Take as long as you need to allow these feelings to come in, stay for healing, and then return back to your energy field cleansed and repaired, all the while carrying on the fluid conversation between the now you and the channeled messages and emotions of your inner child. Once you feel the conversation has come to a close and your inner child feels supported and nurtured, let him or her know you love them. I encourage you to give both of you a hug. Hug yourself. Then say goodbye for now and thank them for being honest and real with you. Now stay relaxed and keep your eyes closed for a few more breaths. Before coming back to your room, Thank your higher self for supporting you through this healing. And that's all. Do this exercise as often as you feel the need to. It's incredibly therapeutic. I hope it helps you overcome challenges you may have. I know it has worked for me. These tools I share with you today, they're meant for you to be able to see that you are, I know it sounds corny, but you are a perfect creation of the universe. You're loved. You're supported. By cherishing something or someone else, may you be able to reap the benefits by seeing how you are impacting who or what you've dedicated to care for and see that you're every bit as important and worthy of care as well. In doing this, it's my hope that you will start to anticipate better things coming your way and see a happier, more fulfilled you emerging. By listening to and unconditionally loving your inner child, may you grow into a sense of peace within. May you see your playful innocence and the light that shines within that has never gone out and will still become brighter still as you emerge stronger and better understood. Have as many conversations as you need to. I hope this was helpful for you today. And I'm going to kind of go off uh, off my norm here. I've got the Starseed Oracle uh, card deck in front of me. And I feel like we need to hear something. I don't know. I'm just drawn to pull a card. Pull a card and... uh, Oops. Well, here we go. This one just decided it uh, needed me to tell you what's up. Okay, here it is. (laughs) It says, Your life is a canvas. Artist. Manifestation. Creative accountability. It's beautiful. There's a person standing... At the top of a hill, and all this beautiful kind of rainbow color, very muted colors. is pinks and greens, so that tells me the heart chakra. So is love, love for self, and all the things that you hope to put forward in this world. Let's see what the book says. Here is the guidance from the book, the Starseed Oracle Guidebook. You're the artist of your life, and your life is a canvas. Take responsibility for your ability to create. Earth is known as a planet of manifestation. Your present moment is based on your past thoughts and beliefs. Your current thoughts determine your future. What kind of life do you want to create for the future? What are you being called to create? Reconnect with your manifesting power and align your thoughts, feelings, and actions with the vibration that matches them. It's never too late to start and no experience is required. All you need is an open heart and mind and consistent daily action. If you're not sure what you'd like to create, start instead with a feeling of deep gratitude for all that's good in your life right now. State out loud what you're most thankful for. Look for the good in your life and one thing will be certain. You'll find yourself attracting more and more good experiences to your world. This card is inviting you to see your entire life as a canvas, and the picture is completely up to you. Color it with your thoughts and feelings. Create the life that you most long to live. You may also be called to be more creative in your everyday life. What have you been called to create? How can you express yourself more creatively? Well, there you have it, folks. That's the message the universe wanted for you today, and I never pull cards. This is a This is a first. (laughs) Okay, so go out there, love your inner child, and cherish yourself because you're worth it. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. This show is brought to you by Human Soundcheck, my method of sound healing tuning fork therapy. Learn more at humansoundcheck.com. Don't forget to follow Variety Show for the Soul on Instagram at vsforthesoul. Until next time.